Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of True Podcast. I'm your host, Alex. And I'm Drea. And today we have a special guest with us. Do you want to introduce yourself? Oh, my name's JT. Thanks for having me. <laughs> JT is a childhood friend of mine. We go back to like first grade, I think we became friends. Playing cop and, cop and robbers at Ryan P. Chen's house. Yes. Shout out to Ryan P. Chen if you're ever listening to this podcast. Much love. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee he's not. But on the off chance you are, what's up? But anyway, so we're here today to talk about our kind of music evolution as we've, you know, been little kids growing older and all this stuff and where we began, where we are now, what we love, what we hate, you know, all that good stuff. Yes. So let's start at the beginning, shall we? We shall. As children, the type of music that we listen to seems to have varied but have a lot of similar attributes just looking at our podcast notes. Mm-hmm. So, Alex, go ahead. What did you listen to as a child? So, for me, it was mostly split up into two major things, which was church music and country music, weirdly. And, like, a little bit of rock, because here's how it went, is that my only exposure was riding with my mom to, like, go shopping or whatever, and she would always listen to the Dixie Chicks. Mm-hmm. Classic. James Taylor. Don't know who that is. He, he is, is it, a, is it shameful lost. that I don't I'm, know who James Taylor is? I'm lost. I don't know who any of these people are. You don't know who Dixie Chicks okay, is? Okay, I know who the Dixie Chicks okay, are, well but then, I don't know. Then you and me are on the same boat, because I don't know who James Taylor is. Okay, it's fine that you could don't know who James Taylor is, because... Who is James Taylor? He's, you know, some run-of-the-mill white dude. Is he a country singer? I wouldn't say so necessarily, but he's kind of like an easy listening sort of guy. Like, I wouldn't say jazzy, but like... He just sings, like, kind of folky songs. Oh, I like folky. We had a conversation about folk music recently. Me and JT did. Oh, really? She's supposed... Drea's supposed to make me a folk playlist. Playlist, which I haven't done yet. And it's been, like, three weeks. <laughs> but, but that's also, cool. But also, you're supposed to make me a playlist of all the good music you listen to and you haven't either. The hell? You never even gave me your Spotify I mean, name. there's a lot of issues that go into this. Sorry. Right, we're, anyway. We're diverting so, from the point. And I'm pretty sure the other day... No... Maybe, I think it was when we were in Mexico. I think that your dad was playing some James Taylor. Really? Yeah, in the my morning. father. I think so. Somehow this seems unnatural to me. I'm gonna need to fact check this. Your dad listens to music. Oh my god, my dad. <laughs> my dad loves music, but anyway. I can't imagine him ever listening to country. But I'll have to ask well, him after. But no, he wasn't country. Oh, folky. Yeah, folky. bluegrassy. Not Is really it, if bluegrassy. it's jazzy, actually, maybe my dad listened to him. I'll play some for you after this. And We're getting we... really hung up on this one artist. <laughs> okay, I'm anyway, sorry. Please continue. So, James Taylor, Shania Twain, mm-hmm. which was really funny because, like, one of the songs that was most memorable to me and my brother is when we were listening to Shania Twain with my mom. Uh-huh. I couldn't tell you what the name of the song was, but the lyric that was always stuck in our head was, Whose bed are your boots laying under? <laughs> That's a powerful lyric. <laughs> Which we brought Did you up. even understand what that I lyric didn't know. is? No, absolutely oh, not. I actually, love stories like that. Yes. So actually, we brought this up with my mom on Sunday because I told her that, oh, we're going to be doing this podcast mm-hmm. about this thing. And she was like, don't bring up that Shania, t- Shania yeah, <laughs> so Twain saying, song. Do you remember that one Shania Twain song <laughs> that you were just like playing in front of us that, you know, had some like deep innuendo a little bit? But anyway, Hilarious. regardless. And then Kenny Rogers... Only because there's this one song on one of his tracks, like from the 90s, that Mm. my brother was like really into. I don't remember the name of that one either, but it was basically about this kid 
who's playing baseball just, uh-huh. like, by himself. Okay. And he's like, I'm going to be the greatest, like, hitter there's ever been, basically. Okay. And Is that sucks. correct terminology, hitter? Is that anyone sports Batter. People? Batter? Is that correct? Batter for... For, like, baseball. if you're playing baseball, is it called a hitter or a batter? It's a batter. It's batter. Oh. Don't sorry. get hung up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ball, I'm trying to add, like, commentary to your points. Anyway, so... Uh, okay. He's playing baseball with himself. He's trying to, like, just hit the ball. Mm-hmm. But he's not getting it. Okay. So by the end of the song, where he arrives at is, oh, I'm a pretty good pitcher, though. That's kind of funny. Yeah, because I listened to that song for the first time as an adult on Sunday. Yeah. Because me and my brother were under the impression that it was kind of actually like a sad song or something. But it wasn't. It was just this kid with his baseball bat. That's kind of funny. Sad as a kid, though, you know. Yeah. It was, yeah. If we're talking about sad songs as a kid, I'm so sorry. This is a quick tangent. There is a (laughs) song that I refuse to listen to to this day that my father loves. It's called Puff the Magic Dragon, and it made me sob. Thinking about playing it right now. Okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I know now that the song is about smoking marijuana. Yeah. However, as a child, I had a stuffed animal that I named Puff. It was a dragon. Okay. And it was like basically like leaving Puff and like forgetting about like your friend from the old days and this is this and it like broke my heart because I was like I'm never gonna forget my friend so the song is just about stopping smoking weed it's like growing I think it's about like getting older and then like leaving those habits behind that's really funny yeah and like I totally like interpreted it differently and because it was like so I was so young when I first heard it like Mm -hmm. it stuck with me so to this day if I hear it I'm just like this is sad right so, okay, I'm sorry, go on. Anyways, back to my main point. The only stuff I really knew when I was a kid was, like, Christian music, stuff that I'd hear, like, at my church, and then country music. And one last thing about the Dixie Chicks, though, mm-hmm. I was telling this to my mom as well on Sunday, that um, the first time I ever, quote-unquote, cursed <gasps> was to a Dixie Chick song. I was singing along to one of the songs that we were listening to on the CD. The okay. song is called Sin Wagon. Oh, goodness. <laughs> and it's about... Like, uh, like the woman in the song mm-hmm. just like got out of a relationship that was like probably her being cheated on. Okay. So she's just like, oh, I'm going to go tear it up basically. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. So like, obviously, you know, my family, you don't as much, but you know, my family mm-hmm. that there is a really big span of words that are considered curse words, right. which includes the word hell in the really? context of not the place. Oh, if you okay. If it's the place, it's not. If it's anything else, yes. Really? And it has that word in that song, and I was singing along to the song, and I said the word, and I was just, like, so scandalized that I said that in front of my mom, like, as a little kid. I was just kind of, like, I remember being in the car, being like, oh, my goodness. What did your mom do? I think she just laughed. That's hilarious. Oof. That's hilarious. That's Played really funny. Well, because I'm sure that, you know, she saw on my face that I felt bad about it. Mm. That's funny. But yeah, that's my... That's your little, like... That's my spiel. Yeah. Well, and also, like, there was, you know, some of the oldie stuff that I see, like, on yours. Yeah, like, but, like, for the most part, Beatles. country and yeah. church. Christian. When we did Ride With My Dad, it was a lot more, like, 70s, 80s rock sort of deal. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. a lot of good stuff. Yeah. All the good stuff. Yeah, the classics. Guns N' Roses. Yes. For sure. JT, what kind of music did you listen to prior to like elementary school Ooh, wow okay so 
I have very fond memories of car rides and radio stations, right? So I may not be able to provide you guys with specific artists, maybe a couple. Okay. But growing up, it was mainly two radio Radio stations. stations. Wait, can I guess? Guess one. Is it um, The Wave? Maybe that was one that my mom listened to. Was one K Frog? It was. It was. It had a lot of like sixties soul music. Sixties what? K Earth. Maybe it had like it would be like anywhere from like Smokey Robinson moving on to like maybe Led Zeppelin. My mom loved Led Zeppelin. It was Mm. probably K Earth. Yeah. Most likely. Oh, so you don't remember which stations they were. Well, like, I remember the genre of music. Oh, okay. Uh, it was that and Disney I'm Channel. I'm like, I need the digits now. <laughs> I need <laughs> Okay, Disney Channel? Or, like, D- Disney Radio. I don't know if you got. Do they still have Disney Radio? I think they do. Do they really? I'm like, XM Radio. I'm pretty sure they have Disney Radio. But, but I bet you Disney Radio now is, like, just Disney movie hits. Yes. Disney Radio back in the day was, like, Aaron Carter. Right. Oh, my God, yeah. Backstreet Boys. The good stuff. NSYNC. Yeah. Like, so I was doing... So when I was with my mom, it was Disney Radio because she was cool and wow, hip like that. Wow, your mom was lit. Yeah. She was, like, woke with the times. <laughs> she was woke with the times. It was 1998, driving back home, blasting probably Aaron Carter if he was around during that time. If was not, it? it was, like, Backstreet Boys for sure. For sure, Backstreet Boys, yeah. Yeah, you know, like... And Britney Spears. Yeah. Mm, classic. Yeah. It's good. Scandalous on the Disney radio. Oh, yeah. You know, like, we're going to put this hoe on there or what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, nah, she's good now. Um, so, yeah, those were, like, the main things I was listening to, um, you know, pre-elementary school. Not too much of my life I remember ever devoting to music. It was mainly just yeah. in the car. Yeah. Right. Um, I never, like... Threw in like, you know, like three years old JT over here just slapping the CD or the cassette yeah, in. Oh, yeah. cassettes. Cassettes were a thing. I had, we had cassettes. I'll never forget because my parents were older. They were like mm-hmm. way older than the most average parents. My mom was like 40 when she had me and my dad was like 50. Oh, okay. So it was um, cassettes for sure. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. um, oh, where was I going with that? I was going to say, uh, oh, one other thing, probably Christmas music. I always remember Christmas Love music. Love Christmas music. Mm. Sad that I've kind of grown out of it a little bit, a no. little bit, a little bit. I know I don't want to be like the Grinch, but <laughs> but you kind of are. Well, actually, I smile to it, but it's not I like I'm gonna could... like take my shirt off and be like deck the halls. That's you know? me. That's literally me. I'm just like, how much Christmas can I force into it's my October body? October 31st, throw the lights up. Legitimately, but, um, that's what I did. Anyway, that's that's kind of like the main music, but you know, I did get more influence moving into like elementary school. Yeah, you know, right. slowly moving there. Right. Music became more of my life. It's like kind of hard, like. Prior to elementary school, you're really kind of subjected to whatever your parents are listening to. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Is that how you... you Yeah, I mean, for me, it was, like, strictly what my dad listened to. Like, not even what my mom listened to. Mm. Because when I once I grew up and I learned, like, the different groups and, like, artists that my mom enjoyed, I'm just like, we never listened to them ever. And she's like, yeah, because your dad, like, controlled all music everywhere. Which, he's, like, a musician. My dad was a guitarist, and he was in a bunch of bands. So, like, I don't fault him for it, but I was heavily influenced by, like, the classic oldies growing up. Like, and, like there was tons of groups that I can't even name to you, but if I heard the song, I'm just like, I can sing every single word to the song. Mm-hmm. But some of the groups that, like, specifically stood out to me were, like, the Beatles, Phil Collins, America, like, right. the Eagles, and, um, oh, Steely Dan. That was a good one. Mm, Steely Dan. Steely Dan. Steely Dan. (laughs) Um, And then, like, some of my favorite songs that, like, 
to this moment, like if I just hear the title, I'm like, ooh, throw it on, is Tequila Sunrise and Horse oh. With No Name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez, just oh bangers all day. Right? Oh like those God. songs slap. They're so good. Like to this day, like I'm just like, honestly, I kind of feel... Like, I kind of felt lame growing up because I'm just like, I'm only listening to oldie music. But, like, now as an adult looking back, I'm just like, this music was good. Listen, listening to the oldies, the quote-unquote oldies, that's what makes you well-rounded as a person, That's true. Yeah, that's yeah, true. I, I think so because, you know, I don't know, you just get a taste of life there, right? It's like you get those little tastes of life that you can't get outside of that because music. rock during that period of time was, like, the best. Like, yeah. the best songwriting, the best, like, music altogether. Like, it's just really good, I think. It's just, it's completely different different yeah. from like what we have now because now we have a lot of like electronic based like sounds exactly. and back then it was purely like instrumental you know like my, all the things that they were right. coming up with was like from their instruments my dad had my dad and I had this conversation all the time because like his biggest complaint about music nowadays is that none of it is real because mm-hmm. it's all like there's a lot of it, electronic aspects to it mm-hmm. depends what you want to say real though exactly. you know? it's, yeah. it's like real what is him, real right yeah. yeah right real to him right because like you know he was a teenager and in his early 20s during this time where rock was so great. Mm-hmm. Whereas it's a little bit different for us. Right. Yeah. But anyway. So yeah, that was basically uh, our pre-elementary school musical experience. So now moving into elementary school, let's let it loose. What did we listen to? So my weird thing about really music during that period of time was that I didn't really get into mainstream music like secular music mm-hmm. until I was in middle school mm-hmm, so like sure. during this point of time it was really a lot of Air One radio which was like the really popular Christian radio station mm-hmm. back in the day like I don't know if it's still really a thing mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. but I know that like everyone at the school I went to like had like a sticker on their car for that radio station. Air so. One. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just kind of like... Never heard of it. So, like, it was... I had, like, a hit clip. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you weren't, you know, in that lifestyle, right. I guess you wouldn't. So, like... I don't entirely know what Christian music is. It's like, oh, praise Jesus. Is that what it is? It's, yeah. I mean, it's, like, more, like, contemporary, I feel like, worship music. Oh, so more What like, is worship he, music? He did it for us. Oh, was it like that? Yeah, that sort of stuff. Oh, interesting. I, I, I died can... for you. Okay, so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I was just... Another sidebar, because apparently we're going to be going into a lot of sidebars today. I mean, yeah. But anyway, so another Montreux sidebar. started the tangents. Sorry. It's your fault. <laughs> it's so always my fault. Go the on, other man. day, I was listening to Apple Music, because I'm really a big fan of Apple Music. Okay, for sure. And... um. I was listening to a radio station on Apple Music that was for, like, pop hits. Okay. And then I came across this song that I was just kind of li- listening to the lyrics. I'm like, huh, this is, like, really deep and whatever. And it's by um, uh, Lauren Daigle. Okay. And I look her up later because I'm, like, looking at the song. I'm just like, this is really good. And she's actually, like, a contemporary Christian artist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, the whole, like, point of the song is, like, you know, she needs to be like god reminds her of her worth okay sort of deal like okay. that's what you know more so contemporary christian music is kind of all about is like really remembering the your worth yeah well your the person's relationship with god and stuff yeah just like how you know for most 
you know, secular music or whatever, like you're telling a story based right. on your own life experience and it's right. the same thing for Christian music. Well, I, the only Christian music I've ever listened to and it's because I didn't know they were like a Christian band until I forget how it came upon like finding this out. Right. Is the band called Flyleaf. Okay. I don't know if you know them. They were, I like, probably do. They had like some big like bangers for a while. Like they were on like mainstream radio, like big popular songs and they were, like, good. Like, they were, like, very rock-heavy. And then I found out they were a Christian band. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow. You would not believe the different types of, like, Christian music yeah. that they have. Like, like they have, like, Slipknot style. Really? Yeah, yes. Like, like I want to like listen to death, that. Death metal. Like I want to listen to some death metal okay. Christian music. Death for metal example, Jesus. <laughs> for example, the last uh-huh. time I was at Warp Tour, which we'll get to in the next episode. But uh-huh. the next time, well, the last time I was at Warp Tour, there was a... Scream out Christian band there. That's dope. Like they were playing one of the smaller stages. That's something I'd be into. And also, like I have just a just scream out. Just didn't scream out. I know honestly. this guy from high school <laughs> uh-huh. who like did Christian rap music. It's dope. So I'm just kind of like it's you know it's a it's, thing. It's you a thing, and it's it. like understanding it is like it's just basically like secular music except for the stories that they're talking about, sure. or more so about their relationship with God. Right. Okay. okay, I'm sorry. So, anyway, so <laughs> I was listening to a lot of airline as a kid. Okay, you know, got it, got it, got it. And then, like, I had a hit clip. Mm-hmm. Love hit clip. Hit, hit clips. Sorry. Oh, oh, were those like they only had like three maybe yes. songs on them, and yeah. you you listen to them with crappy earphones. Yes, absolutely, entirely. And, and, and I lost that like on a battery. Too. Yes. yes. Yeah, oh sure. my god! So I had a hit clip with Britney Spears and In Sync on it. Yes. And then like one of my friends who lived on the dairy down the street from me, mm-hmm. like I'd go over to her house and we'd listen to "Genie in the Bottle" by Christina Aguilera. Yeah, that's a good one. Like so, like that sort of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then actually, the other one I put here, I'll save for later because that was actually like more of my introduction, like sixth grade, middle school. Like that's how I learned really about secular music. So I'll save that one for later. Okay. But Go hit clips it. was your elementary experience. Right. Well, I mean for like two seconds because then I lost my hit clip like pretty soon after bringing it to school. Like I'm pretty sure I lost it in the field one day and probably someone just picked it up and like, it's oh, like, I got it's mine now. Yeah. yeah. It's like, hell yeah. Oh, sorry. Mrs. Weird's one. Heck yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. You could say it that way. That's not wrong. Okay, um, so yeah, so when I was in elementary school, I, it was, okay, here's the thing. I didn't start listening to music. It wasn't like I hit elementary school and then I started listening to more mainstream music. It was, I was listening to all my dad's music until fifth grade, specifically, when I started, like, sleeping over my friend's house and Mm -hmm. living a crazy lifestyle as a fifth grader does. And this is when I really, really got into Green Day. Like, I was huge on Green Day. They were my all-time favorite, like, band like MCR, My Chemical Romance, right. Avril Lavigne, huge, so and Lincoln Park. Like those were like the four like bangers for me. I loved, loved, loved them. Avril Lavigne to this day is my queen. She's great. Yeah. Her music transformed my life. But okay, so JT, did you listen to Disney when you were in, in elementary no. school? Or like oh, what did I'm you sorry. listen to? <laughs> <laughs> See, now that she said that. Need to get it together. We're trying, it's hard. Right. You might as well put this rated R. We're yeah. we're raised as heathens. <laughs> um, well, let, let me think about it. So, it wasn't you know kindergarten maybe, but like it wasn't. Okay, I'll, I'll never forget the first like outside music 
band experience I got outside of Disney radio okay. or the oldies. Mm-hmm. And it was, I was in the first or second grade and my uncle just went to, um, a Lincoln Park hybrid theory concert oh my and brought like the CD. And, and this is when they weren't even like, you know, big. this is like, yeah, probably like they just dropped hybrid theory. They were about to get big, like about to get these MTV deals and like, you know, like get music videos. So yeah, I, I got into them once they had the MTV deals. Uh, see, so like I got, the, I got that CD and I was on like repeat and paper cut to this day is the best song paper by cut. Lincoln Park, uh, by Lincoln Park. Yeah. That and the remix was cool, but the original is solid. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. but then like I was super influenced by a ton of different kinds of music in elementary school. That was like CDs were huge, right? Like we were all like copying CDs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have one CD to this day that stays in my car, even though my car does not have oh, a CD, CD player. player. And that was the documentary by the game. I had oh. that CD and that still works. I was driving a 2001 Integra for most of my life. Okay. And I always had that CD in the car. I could always pop that CD in and play from beginning to end. That was awesome. And then I also was influenced by like System of a Down was like my oh, number yeah. love for sure. They're still probably like if I'm talking bands, right? Like yeah. instrument bands. Yeah. Uh, they are it's hard to say because I don't know, is Lincoln Park number one? Is System of a Down number one? But one of them gets the top spot. Yeah. They are both super influential. I was super hardcore for System of a Down. Like I remember third grade, it was me and my really close friend Frank mm-hmm. that I yeah, just met. Frank, yeah. And we just met and that's how we bonded. It was like, oh, you like System of a Down? Yeah, I love Ariel's, man. And he's like, oh yeah, I Ariel's. like Chop Suey, man. Chop Suey. Chop Suey. Yeah. Oh, Toxicity's so good. good too. And you know, like, oh, shut up. You know, yeah. and all that stuff. And like, that was amazing. And did you, I have a question. Do you think that you really liked System of a Down because they were like a Middle Eastern group that was like heck. I didn't. Even, <laughs> I didn't even know I was Middle Eastern at that. Really? Age. Well, that's like another talk. You know, like two, you know, two thousand. Yeah, like cultural, then, like. Well, America, like travesty and then like my dad was probably like oh we're white oh that makes sense like kind of trying to like blend in with the like with social norms or whatever society Lebanese people look white anyway so it's it's, you know but uh, anyway uh, that that should probably be a different podcast that should be a different (laughs) podcast we should do a podcast on cultures in September in September specifically we should have a 9-11 episode oh gosh I did not like I didn't even connect that we will table that conversation yeah that's that very intense you can, conversation you can edit that out of there <laughs> I have a lot to say about that okay anyway, alright sorry go ahead um, uh, no I think I think with all music I like and it's still true to this day mm-hmm. is that it gives me that like feeling on the inside right like that yeah. oh like my body's leaving or like my soul's leaving my right, body right. slash like I'm getting goosebumps slash mm-hmm. right. oh I feel it in like I'm getting a massage type of way yeah I, I totally know. get that you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like it's very you get that with System of a Down in Lincoln Park you're saying I got that from System of a yeah. Down and and just as I got it from the documentary right like mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm. and just as I got it from Lincoln Park and the other really big influential person in elementary school for me was Eminem I'll never forget my brother really wanted Eminem CD and um and I was just like, you know, who's that? And then like, he's like, it's this guy, you know, turning on MTV and hoping that his music video comes on, right? Because right? this was like pre-YouTube. Like, yeah, you can't you know, just all look these kids things are just up. Like, oh, here it is, instant, instant, yeah. instant. It's like we have to wait and we have to be patient and we have to hope yeah. Eminem comes on. And it was, oh, what was the song? It was the one where he's dressed up as like Robin. Oh, and, um. And, and Dr. Dre's in it too. I you have to know this. Uh, is it, hold on. Oh my gosh. 
Now everybody just follow me because I, I need a little controversy. Yeah. I feel so empty without, without me. me. Without, without me. me. Without, without me. Yeah. Without yeah. me. Um, that was poo, and I was like, ah, you are a mastermind. I didn't even listen to most of the lyrics. I would just kind of be like, uh, you know, like, yeah, you're like, just like mumbling it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's what we have nowadays with mumble rappers. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah. I have so much to add to this segment on Eminem. However, my Eminem phase came later. So I'll save my commentary <laughs> on that. And then maybe we can like bring it up again. Poser. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I fell into things like a different way. Cause my parents did not allow rap in our house. Like, they were like, rap is devil music. Nice. So, like, I wasn't even allowed to listen to it. Is that a curse word? No. Devil? That can't be a curse word. (laughs) Is it? No. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry. Um, Also, something that I wanted to say, I remember specifically that when we were kids, me and JT, we went over to this kid that he mentioned in the the beginning of the podcast, Ryan P. Chen. Right. Because he was my next door neighbor. Right. We went over to his house one time. And I remember Ryan and this one, like, going nuts over the Linkin Park song, the remix for Numb. What? Uh, I don't know if it was the remix, because that album didn't come out till, like... Okay, maybe it wasn't the remix, but it was it was the song Numb. That's a good song. And you guys were, like, putting on a concert. Like, cool. you, were, you guys were, like, dancing, you were singing it, and I'm literally just, like, sitting there watch this happen. Like, what is happening in front Andrea of me? Andrea was a hater. Yeah, what it was. an interesting song to witness, too. It was really funny. It's really funny because, like, me and JT, we've been friends so long, but, like, when we were kids, it was mainly just me, like, hating on them. Like, I was always like, you guys are losers. Like, you guys are so lame. Like, I was a brat. And I just had so much love for Ryan P. Chen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and them too. They're just and, two peas in a pod. And then and after Ryan left, I guess I had to be forced friends with him. Yeah, it was like so. weird because we became friends because of this one kid. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up like going to a different school and all this junk. And then so me and JT were like, well, I guess we're friends now. Yeah, our I common, mean, our oh, common please, denominator. You're the one that was like, I guess we're friends now. I mean, yeah, sure. You were the hater. I mean, I, yeah, I said that. I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> it made it seem like I was reaching out to you, like no, I was desperate for you. No, absolutely not. We've been friends forever. Of course. Anyways, sorry. I was just More hating tangents. on you. I'm sorry. More tangents. Okay, so middle school. We're done with elementary school. We got into all that music. Now we're in middle school, finding ourselves. Go. Okay, so my first, like, real, like exposure to secular music really Mm -hmm. was my best friend she had an mp3 player and it was like maybe fancy i know right we're getting getting somewhere was it an ipod though no it was before ipods no way because there was ipods ipods are in middle school i had an ipod in middle school it was before they were like really like popular to have though okay fair so she had our, this red MP3 player. Okay. And we were on our way back from some kind of field trip, mm-hmm. like back to school. And so she was like having me listen, you know, with her to her MP3 player, which mm-hmm. by the way, like we had talked about this on another episode, like how MP3 players back in the day only held like, like 25, 50 songs. Yeah. You guys should have a nostalgic technology. We episode. did. We literally had Damn an episode it. already. Oh. I'll give you the link. You can listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather be a part of it, but Sorry. okay. We can maybe revisit. Yeah. There's a lot of things that are nostalgic. Did you guys talk about Tamagotchis? No. No, we didn't. We didn't talk about games. Like, we didn't talk about little, like, toys. No, we didn't. Well, we talked about, like, we had a video game. Toaster oven. (laughs) No, we talked about things like hit clips, like CD players, MP3 players. Cassette tapes. Cassette tapes. Like, the old, like, sidekick Dial-up internet. Yeah, like, things like that. 
wow what a time to be alive I know, right? Wait, that was literally no like the idea. theme of our like whole podcast it was like what a time to be alive Anyways. okay so, so we're really diverting from the point here <laughs> yeah you guys shouldn't have me as a guest anymore. <laughs> okay. anyway so regardless we were on our way back from a field trip and she played one two step by sierra oh, i had a choreographed dance yes were you a part of that group wait hold Miss on Ledford? no wait what? Yes, for the science fair. Oh no, I had a choreographed song with like Danielle and Nancy Fan. Like we choreographed Nancy a Fan. song. I a dance. love her. Yeah, you know it was actually probably around the, the fifth grade time. Actually, if you're listening to this, Nancy, I'm sorry. <laughs> I made you that comic What's book up, in the Nancy? third grade. Oh my god, you did? Yeah, I made her a comic book. Wow. Uh, okay, sorry. Go on. Yeah, so that was like my first like real introduction to anything that wasn't like you know Christian music or like old music that's a pretty intense song to like be your first song but into that's the, real the thing world. though like it made me fall in love with r&b okay like oh this yeah. guy loves r&b i love r&b but like, that was me like high school like mm, tor- mm, towards the beginning mm, yeah. and end of high school because i can't say that i listen i've ever listened to like a ton of it but mm. like every time i hear something like r&b i'm just like yeah that's so good mm. but anyway so right. like that was like my real like introduction into it so Fair. like from there after my friends would make me mix CDs. Right. But the thing was, oh, yeah, and this was even like until high school, really, the thing was that whenever they'd make me mix CD, they wouldn't give me a list of what was on it. So I just have all up. these tracks that I'm just like, I have no idea what this is. So like unknowingly, I was listening to System of a Down. Yeah. I was listening to Panic at the Disco. I was yeah. listening to, um, oh gosh, what's it called? No! I, I have them on my Cobra Starship. Oh, I didn't wait, add them. Wait, wait, what's their, what was their huge hit single? Like The Good Girls Go Bad? No. The one was, before that? Oh, the, city, the City's at War? Yes. yes the city. Yeah, I was one Cobra of them. Starship. I you got Starship. me into that. I did. I loved Cobra Starship. Sorry. So, <laughs> like, all that stuff. You were like, like one of those people. I was one of those I people. I was getting all that on mixed CDs, but I didn't ever really know this random. What is happening? Over Sorry, there? Uh, one of our phones like pinged, and I wasn't sure whose. Sorry. It was your laptop. Yeah, I think it was my laptop. Yeah. That wouldn't be the first time. Ping. Go on. Anyway, so, <laughs> so that was like kind of the introduction sort of deal, and then like two songs that we were like really into, me and my friends, like as seventh graders, mm-hmm. were um, "Here in Your Arms" by Hello Goodbye. Love. And My Love by Justin Timberlake. Uh, love. Uh, you know who was really into My Love? Who? Susan Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. Anyway, anyway, so, okay, and then by the time that I got into eighth grade, I was hanging out, like, with one of my really good friends at the time, and I was, like, at her family's house, and uh-huh. we were hanging out with her cousin, who was in high school. Okay. And I had just gotten... A iPod classic. Okay. That was this was like, in middle school? Yeah. Okay. Like at the end of middle school, like between middle school and high school. Okay. At the end of middle school, really. Okay. So I got an iPod classic. It had 125 gigs or something. So mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like, man, like I'm rolling deep. Yeah, like the sky's With this it. memory. Yeah. So what she does is she downloads her entire iTunes library into my iPod classic. Uh huh. So like it opened up my world of music right which is how i got so heavily in, in, into alternative music okay so like i started out with like 
All Time Low. Mm-hmm. And, like, my favorite song by All Time Low was Coffee Shop Soundtrack, which mm-hmm. is not, like, one of their bigger songs, but I'm just like, man, this is so great, like, because a lot of alternative music to me has such good lyrics. Yes, agreed. So I'm just kind of like, it got me into that, and then it transitioned me into, like, stuff I really liked into high school, like... You know, one of my favorite bands ever is Mayday Parade. Mayday Parade, yeah. And that's, like, how I got the album. And, and actually, when I got the her whole music library, that was actually when the album had just gone out. Okay. So I had been, like, listening to, like, their main album basically since it came out. So you were, like, you were the hipster. You were ahead of the game. I the mean, original fan. <laughs> I mean, they came out with, like, their EP in 2005, so not really, but uh, a little That's bit. what a hipster would say. Besides me being a hipster. Yes. Um, also, like, two things I really did also, like, get into that I saw a little bit. Um, actually, just one. Is Linkin Park, actually. The uh-huh. first time I'd ever heard Linkin Park was Breaking the Habit. Oh, my God. We just talked about this song also. Mm-hmm. And you want to know why it was the stupidest thing. Why? Why? Because, you know, like, how... I mean, I shouldn't say when I was younger because it's something I still do now. Uh-huh. But like reading, like how I read manga. Okay. And there was oh, a, and the music video is very like manga esque. Well, yeah, because so they put um, so I really like this one manga, and it got adapted into an anime. And then on YouTube, I saw a video from this anime that mm-hmm. I really liked, mm-hmm. or I really liked the manga for, mm-hmm. and. They put uh, Breaking the Habit in the back of the oh, oh, video. Oh, oh, I did I not think this. you were going oh, in that this. direction. There was an anime. Oh, no. Well, the music video was like an anime kind of. That's it, what I was going to say. Yeah. It was, but like they actually like just used like the anime footage and yeah. then put Breaking the Habit behind it. So that's the first time I ever heard that song. Got it, got it, got it. It's kind of like, oh, this, this is really cool. School? Middle school. Middle yeah. school. So. Nice. That's right my two on. cents about middle school. Nice. Uh, okay, so then JT... What, like, okay, obviously I feel like you are ahead of the game when it comes to music in comparison to me and Alex. So, like, what revolutionary, like, music were you listening to in middle school? I don't want to say ahead of the game. Everybody's somewhere. You're pretty ahead of the game, like, in comparison to us. We were listening to church music and oldies, so. In middle school? No, I mean, <laughs> in general. Okay, uh, what were you listening to in middle school? Uh, okay, so middle school was, like, a way different time. This is, like, I was super heavy into, like, rock and metal and alternative mm-hmm. and like I was just exploring that side of music mm-hmm. and I kind of put on that persona too right and mm-hmm. I was like I was in cover bands I was playing like bass guitar and just like every bass guitarist I was super weird and um, <laughs> okay. anyway um I was really like just you know a uh, system of a down still stuck um I was doing like uh Metallica was in there a lot more appreciation for classic rock so like Led Zeppelin Pink Floyd mm-hmm. um, a lot of like Crosby Stills Nash um, so you kind of like backstep like where we began you kind of like reverted to the classic rock well it was always in my life right okay. like, I, like just like you like, like I had the Beatles I right. had and but I was just like diving in deeper mm-hmm. and um, but at the same time I was also doing some alternative stuff like uh, oh my gosh uh, I played this song for like the talent show oh my god what song was it uh i think it was avenge sevenfold okay um don't avenge remember the song sevenfold i remember them hmm. um and then like uh like blink 182 was really i was really love. big into that yeah 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 you know very like i love you blink yeah. um uh, uh i mean i was still listening to like 
uh, good summer rap music too. That was like my secret stuff because all my friends were like all down for the rock and the metal. Mm -hmm. And I knew if I started talking about like rap or R&B, they would have been like, oh, this guy listening to rap music, you're not even with the wave right now. That's like funny you say that because I guess like middle school is a time where you're really self-conscious about like your social image. Because like today, if like you were talking about music that I didn't like, I'd be like, whatever like you know i don't care yeah but as like a middle schooler i can see you being like i don't want people to know i listen to this music it's a social construct because if i didn't if if i oh another thing i was really into in middle school i kept this one a secret was j-pop j-pop what is that japanese pop japanese pop really i was big into that because of kingdom hearts Oh. You're right. You're right, though. Yeah. But you, but Dre's also right. You were really ahead of the times because now everyone's into that sort of thing. Well, yeah, they're into like K-pop, J-pop now. But like, I was like, I'm not trying to sound like. A so here's the he, so basically so right I'm just comment. having a conversation with two hipsters is what I'm like. Did you guys hear any podcast about hipsters? No. no. Oh, you guys. We should, should bring Dylan do. Prudy on for that. Oh no. Let me tell. <laughs> quick tangent. I have this really one of my close friends. His name's Dylan Prudy. Me and our other group of friends were like, Dylan, you're a hipster. You're a hipster and you get all mad. Like, I'm not a hipster, but this guy's like, looks. He's the biggest hipster. Alex knows who Dylan Fruity is. I know the name for sure. He went to college with us. He's the one that we literally always talk about. And you're like, I know the name. And then, like, you could never. He's like, tall, white. I mean, <laughs> that doesn't help. Big much. nose. Think um, of a hipster. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so he was like, I'm not a hipster. And we were all like, yeah, whatever, you denial. And then one day, like, post high school, uh-huh. he invited me to go, like, watch one of his shows because he's you know he's always in bands of sorts uh-huh. playing shows in LA so I go out there and I'm like oh my god Dylan's right he's not a hipster I'm in a sea of people that look like they're the Beatles dressing <laughs> like they're from the 60s uh they're looking at me like I'm the weird one and I right. was like dressed in like literally like just jeans and a t-shirt jeans a t-shirt and a jacket of some sort maybe a hat and they were just like oh this guy's wearing a hat with snaps on it <laughs> You know, like wear wear your Kangol hat or that your beret so or whatever funny. you know. Anyway, That's off hilarious. the tangent. So yeah, so that was kind of like middle school. I was very like I was really diving into some really cool stuff. Yeah. It's just when I told people what I listened to, it was mainly rock metal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, I feel you. So I keep I, up I, that social image. Yeah. Well, I was also the reason why I think I was always into different types of music was me playing multiple types of instruments. Mm, piano mm-hmm. for seven years and then oh, you also played piano. I played piano too, yeah. You were pretty good. You were uh, pretty good. Uh, Ryan P. Chen was Ryan better. Ryan P. Chen. No, actually. Yes. I don't think he was. He was forced to play. Yeah, he was forced to play. Okay, I so was also forced to play, but I, I was not forced to practice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's like the common denominator, I said. Right. Yeah, so piano, bass guitar, saxophone, Barry saxophone, uh, alto Barry. Um, Is there an instrument you didn't play? Yeah, there's a ton of instruments I okay. did. <laughs> well, you're just like going off. Flute, like clarinet. I played flute. I played clarinet. Oh. Are we about to start some like band that's, like, that like, stands right next to the escalator in a Nordstrom? We're going to be like that. Um, you know how in Pitch Perfect, that acapella band like that has like Turk from Scrubs in it? Oh, that's like going to be God. us like in the right. corner. We should, we should be like a Peruvian flute band. Oh my God, I'm down though. Andre, you're <laughs> the only one who could pull it off. Because <laughs> right. I'm the only one who played flute. No, be, well, yeah. yeah All right, yeah, real yeah. middle school question here though because like I listened to a little bit of like harder stuff like towards the end of middle school like beginning of high school did you ever listen to drowning pool who okay, i've so never heard of that. they have like this really crazy song that was featured in one of the 
Resident Evil movies. Ooh. And it's called um, Bodies Hit the Floor, I think. Oh, when the bodies. Hit yeah. The floor. Oh, I know that song. Oh it's yeah, bodies, yeah it's I do bodies. know that song. They yeah. go into that really crazy like scream yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. And then after that part of the song, you can just change it. Yeah. Then it's who cares about the rest of the song. Do you guys remember? Sorry, now that we're talking about like games and like music tracks associated, do you remember the? Um, it was like the the Final Fantasy song. Oh, uh, all Final Fantasy songs. Yeah, it was like that. Like it was like J Poppy and like. But did it have lyrics? Most likely not, right? No, it was just it like did. instrumental. Yeah, it was instrumental. I mean, probably. I'm sure if I looked it up, I could find it, but I do not remember the name of it. Underrated video game song. I know the title because I looked up into it when I was an adult. Uh huh. Um, it was from Bomberman Hero on Nintendo 64. It's called Redial. Redial. It's almost like mm-hmm. this, like techno esque, but you got to give it. This was from like 1999. Yeah. Techno, like video game techno. It was awesome. I would play it for your viewers, but we might get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, probably. Copyright? We don't have copyright. Yeah. Um. But okay. So viewers, listen to that song. What's it called? Redial. Redial. All right. Bomberman Hero Nintendo 64. Do it. Do it. All right. Anyway. Okay. So. Pushing past all this, because we're really taking a while here, in my middle school experience, I was largely into the iPod. Like, that's that was, like, big for me. Like, me and my best friend at the time, we were obsessed with perfecting our iPod, like, the iTunes library. What does perfecting mean? So, we would, like, get our music, we would rip our music, yeah. and then we would, like, customize every single, like, attribute of it, like, add, like, the like song name add the album name add the year the genre like everything that we could possibly plug into it Mm -hmm. we added oh because you're like illegally downloading this music from the internet no not even that just so that like when we wanted to like look at it we could just have all the information data 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 yeah like it was weird like my whole thing like one of one of the many reasons why i never pirated any music besides the fact that i just wasn't into that really Mm -hmm. back then Mm -hmm. is that i needed to have the original album art well, the original iPads didn't allow album art. Well, like, once they, like, did, like, add that in, because, like, I had iPods for that in middle school. Yeah. Like, that had, like, album art on it, and I needed to have the original album art, not some pixelated junk that you download from Google. I mean, I would just download from Google, but... The real thing. I feel you. Um, anyways, so the music that I was listening to in middle school was... This is funny because the music I listened to in middle school is largely the music I still listen to today, but it's like Panic! at the Disco is when I first got into them, and I freaking cannot tell you how much I love this band. Fall Out Boy, obviously, if you like right. Panic! at the Disco, you have to love Fall Out yes. Boy. Uh, there's a band called Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. Yes, dude. That what has was like, that song that they did? Uh, Face Down. Yeah. Do you feel like a man? The one about domestic violence? Yeah. Thinking of the other song of like Facebook. Oh, down. Guardian, My Guardian Angel. Oh, I love or that song. Like that. Is that Red Jumpsuit Opera? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was a good one too. Some good stuff. Um, yeah, I was really into them. I was also into this band called Family Force Five, which got really big after I was into them. Like they had some songs that like were really big. And I remember specifically This is where you get to be a hipster. I guess so. <laughs> well, there there is there are two instances where I feel like I am hipster-esque because I knew of these bands before they got big. But Family Force Five only got big for like a hot minute. And like they even had shirts in like hot topic and everything. Like they made it to the hot topic wall of like band shirts. Mm. They had this song called Love Addict mm. that was pretty popular. It's pretty good. If you guys like hard, hard like rock music but like poppy 
It's it was like punk rock. It was like hard punk rock. Like Blink One Eighty Two. It was like harder. Ooh. Like Blink One Eighty Two <laughs> is more like on the rock, like alternative spectrum. Mm. Like this one was very like I'll have to play you guys a song afterwards, but it was very like punky. So really, what's gonna happen here is we're gonna record both these episodes of the podcast, and then, and then we're play gonna a bunch of music, yeah. and just play off the music. <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty I hope much. you guys are writing this list down. I know <laughs> "Love Addict" by Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. I mean, Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. "Love Addict" by Family Force Five. Anyways, I was also largely into Blink One Eighty Two, obviously, and right. then also Simple Plan. Yeah, dude. I really liked Simple Plan. Yeah, for sure. Some good stuff. The that song that they had, "Shut Up," was that what it was called? I don't remember. That was like their biggest song. What was their biggest song? I don't remember Simple Plan. Get out. It sounds familiar, but it's not like I took time to listen to them. It was like that song. I was like... You're asking me about a time where I was really hazy in music in general. Nice. <laughs> Just like still like like getting your foot down yeah, in like the music really, world. Yeah, really, yes. Well, I guarantee if I play to you guys, I know what song I'm talking about. Probably. Okay. High school. Yeah. High school. Okay, so... This is like... At this time, I had iTunes and whatever. And I was, like, choosing music, really, on the basis of, did I like their album artwork? Oh, my gosh. I had such a dweeb. Listen. <laughs> listen. Because I had no, like, basis of knowing, like, who Boys, like, was. girls. I'm so sorry. I just read your list. I forgot about them. Can you let me? Sorry. Gone. Okay, so. Album art. Album art. Album yes, art. exactly. Because their album art was super dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. so like... High school was the time for album art. Like, it was. You're wearing it on your t-shirt. You're right. like getting a poster. It was like... Mm-hmm. Posters. That was big. Exactly. So, like, that really, you know, Made It Parade always had really cool album art. So, I mean, and also, I just love their music. Like, right. their first big album, A Lesson in Romantics. I love and adore every single song on there. Sure. Play any of them. I could sing along to the whole thing. Okay. Anyway, so that, and yes... Boys like girls. Oh my god, hero heroine. Yes. So good. Thunder was so Thunder, good too. So good. Like that was like during a period of time, like where you're going like through all these like emotional like angsty things. Yeah. It's like man, I just wish that all their songs could be written about me, oh sort of god. deal. They were written about me. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Hipster comment. Wait, do, you, do you know this band? Nope. Yes, you do. You have to. All right, we're adding boys, it to the list. Boys like girls. Boys yes. like girls. The song hero heroine. I will be. Or wait, no, that's because Henry Gary goes. It's because now I'm so detached in and like thrown and drowned by myself into like r&b and like classic r&b and like all that stuff like to be honest with you like a lot of the rock music i listened to like wiped out of my memory almost really wow. sadly sadly you sadly. know what's funny though he sorry go on. oh no i was just gonna say randomly i'll remember something and then i have to really think hard to get to the root of who the band is what the song's name is mm. but yeah what were you gonna say i was just gonna say it's funny though because when we were talking about this um like not too long ago he was telling me how much he liked R&B, and I was like, oh, do you remember that one song that was really big in high school, that R&B song? He's like, what song? And I was like, uh, Five O'Clock in the Morning. Or, oh. Yeah, okay, yeah. thank you. And I was like, it was a huge song in know. high school, and he was like, I've never heard it. I'm like, what? Like, if you're solely into R&B, how did you not hear this it song? It was on the radio all the time. Yeah, it was T-Pain. Yeah, it was T-Pain. Well, see, okay, T-Pain was like, I did not like T-Pain. Nobody kill me for this one. I mean, all right. Wasn't a fan of autotune unless it was done in an artistic way. That was a very broad statement. It was. Um, <laughs> but uh, sorry, T Pain, if you're listening to this, which you probably aren't. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to T Pain. True. <laughs> 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 
Um, yeah, sorry. Uh, but yeah, so that's why I didn't know five o'clock in the morning. But I did know, remember when we, we rediscovered the Nelly and Tim McCross yes. song? Uh, what is it called? Uh, over, over and over. Over and over, yeah. Hmm. Some good stuff. Okay, sorry. Go right. on. Getting back to Boys the Like point. Girls, Thunder, amazing. Yes. So, love Boys Like Girls. Really sad that they haven't put out any music for like 10,000 years. Yeah, they're not I really wish going that they to. still do that. Anyway, um, so that also got me into the Somerset, which is really cool. Still more of an alternative band. The Cab. I remember The Cab. I didn't listen to them, but I remember them. Which. Never shut up. Sorry. Can I'm you so let me? Sorry. I don't know what's wrong with me. Go on. Focus. Anyway, so The Cab. So when I was in high school, I had this um, radio, like sound system thing in my room that like had an iPod dock and you could set a timer to like wake your iPod up and like play a playlist like awesome. of your like alarm it's dope. time. It's dope. So I would always, my first song on the playlist that I had to like wake up to was... Um, a song by The Cab? Yes. It was Take My Hand by The Cab. Oh. Because like it kind of just starts quiet and then like gets louder so mm-hmm. it wouldn't like startle me awake mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i'd wake up nice it's like take my hand and get me out of bed yeah yeah kind of anyway so the cab never shout never yes Drea. uh my brother never shout really never yeah. i remember them yeah they're super good yeah they were good uh did was it a smaller band right never shout was, yeah they were a smaller it's band. basically like kind of almost like a one-man band almost. yeah yeah he did that one acoustic song that was really really popular which one um um oh yeah it's about love oh, okay it, like all <laughs> like them. all acoustic songs give me like continue talking about never shout never in two seconds i'll tell you what it's called i mean i don't have too much to say about never shout never i was just gonna say that it was I the remember. one played on the ukulele right yes it was with the ukulele what, give me a second give me a second trouble that's what it's called it's called trouble. oh wait oh wait i think i do trouble? know this song I'm in trouble. I'm an addict. I'm addicted to this girl. Oh, yeah, I do. That's know. the yeah. beginning part of the song. It was I with think the ukulele for sure. Yeah, yeah. Was we'll we'll listen. We'll add it to the list. I mean, in the universe, probably. <laughs> but I never shot never though. No, <laughs> I don't think so. It it was well. Ooh, I'm looking at his the discography. Band, the discography right now. Big City Dreams is also a really great song by them. I feel like I don't know the songs by name. We're just gonna have to go through this. Yeah, we'll listen to it. Anyway. Okay, sorry. Go on. Push forward. Never Shout Never, Forever the Sickest Kids. Loved Forever the Sickest Kids. Like, Love. literally, like, when we were waiting for JT to get here, like, I was just going through, like, the different artists on my phone. Yeah. Because I still have a lot of the stuff from back in the day, because yeah. it's all the same iTunes library. So right. I just kind of was like, oh, yeah, that's what I listened to. Yep. And then I also, like, had, like, some heavier stuff that I really liked, too, because I hung out with a bunch of punk kids okay. in high school. Well, punk, quote, unquote, for, like, Christian school now. Yeah. Well, like... Yeah. Because, like, we had some crazy punk kids at our I'm school. I'm sure that, yeah, it's, you yeah. know. I can't imagine you possibly hanging out with kids that, like, were at our school. So, like, I had a day to remember. Really loved a day to remember. Uh, Escape the Freight. Oh, yeah. North Carolina. That. You know, that sort of deal. Oh, yeah. Forgot about them. And I really also like The Almost. I don't know who that is. No. They're another kind of, like, alternative rock band that's just, like, really good. Right on. 
Yeah, so that was me in high school, just a bunch of alternative and rock stuff. Nice. nice. Getting with the times, Alex, getting with the times. <laughs> I know, she's caught up. Slowly moving away from the church music and <laughs> diving into some uncharted waters. I love how, like, church music was the first thing that Alex touched on. Like, she didn't bring it up at all during the rest of the segments, but you and I just keep on going back to, oh, remember that church music? <laughs> <laughs> listen, don't knock the church music, I'm not y'all. knocking it. I listen to that Christian band. I just think it's so funny. Like, just this, the phrase church music just I, sounds... Like, it makes me think of well, people screaming gospel. Well, because oh, here's the thing. Like, that you guys, like, also need to realize, like, a lot of it... Like, I... When I grew up and when I was um, at the church I started out when... Yeah. When I was a kid, like, it was a mostly older population. Oh, for sure. So, it was a lot of hymns. Oh, so it was uh, hymns. Yeah, so, like, when I'm saying that, I'm not, like, joking around. I mean, I actually love hymns. Hymns are great. Like, they're mostly my favorite. Like, I love the hymn version of the songs more than I like the more updated versions of them. Interesting. And, like, we sang, like, the doxology, and which you wouldn't know what that is. I'm like, what is that? It's like, don't worry about it. Okay. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, so... That is, like, the evolution, because, like, that's what I knew when I was a kid, because, Fair. you know, that's the most important thing in my life, so. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally agree. Anyway, high school for me. Right. I really reveled in my panic phase in high school, although I started reveled? listening. Reveled? Isn't that Reveled. Like, reveled. Like, enjoyed. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, I see. I'm like, wait, did I use it incorrectly? No, you did not. Okay, thanks. Anyways, so <laughs> I started Illusion and Panic in middle school, but like in high school is when I was like full force, like gonna die, need to go to their concerts every day, person for <laughs> like Panic and Disco. Every day. Every day. Different concert. <laughs> um, this is also like largely like I would just listen to the radio. Like I had a radio set up in my room and I would listen to it to fall asleep. I would listen to it to get ready. Right. And just like all day long, I was like, whatever's on the radio, I'm going to listen to. Right. And because of that, I got like, and it was, it's not that I just got into this group because I was largely into them in middle school too, but I more so got into Blink, or Blink-182, uh, Black Eyed Peas. Nice. Because this is when they started coming out with all those like, get into it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's like a classic song, but like, this is when they started like releasing songs like, oh, oh my God. Oh my god, like oh no, that's Usher. The um I know what you mean. What is this what are the songs that they released? Like Got a Feeling Got a Feeling, that's the one. I got a feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They started releasing that and then like Will I Am started releasing his own stuff. Wait, right. quick side note. Yes. When I die, I want people to play I have a feeling or I got a, I got feeling, a feeling because it's like that tonight's gonna be oh a my gosh. good night. And by the way, when you were talking about oh my god, like it's because it had Will I Am in it. Oh, is that why? Uh, okay. Because yeah. I'm just like, wait, why did I think Cause we, that we, they were in that song? We had a cheer routine to it. Oh, so you really school. know. I yeah, I do know. Like nice. I could do some of it still like Ooh. hearing his voice, I could like do it. <laughs> No. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, so yeah, I was like really into Black Eyed Peas, really got into like Fergie and like Will I Am right. and all that good stuff. Um, and then I was also super into fun. Oh, yeah. Do you guys remember the fun? Yeah. With like, yes, you do. Fun. 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 With an fun. exclamation mark at the end? No, a period at the end. What is the mm, song? No. We Are Young? When we when we Are Young. Oh, no, that's that's Killers. Yeah. No. Well. Dave oh, yeah, We Are Young. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's yeah. called We Are Young. Yeah, you know that song? The Yes, yes you, you do. Tonight, we are young. So we set the world on fire. We can go higher. 
Nope. Yes, you. Whatever. Nope. 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 <laughs> we'll play you can't, add you it to can't the list. Tell me what I know. <laughs> I'm like, yes, don't, you no. do. Anyways, we'll add it to the list of uh, music to listen to afterwards. But that I actually maybe he doesn't know because fun. And the reason I added it to my list, I'm just going to a lot of places. Like my sentences don't make sense. Right. I added it to my list while we were having prior discussion because it reminded me when he said he didn't like auto tune. Yeah. And fun used a lot of auto tune. Yep. Makes sense. Yeah. So that makes sense why he wouldn't know it. Anyway, I also really got into 303. I was, I was literally, literally earlier this week, I was explaining the, their whole, you know, their hand like, gesture yeah, thing. their symbols. Because yeah. One of my coworkers brought up the one really popular song. What's it called again? Don't Trust Me. Yeah, that one. So she started, like, saying, like, some of the lyrics to it. And she's like, man, that's a really old song. And she's like, yeah, like, I remember the album cover. It had, like, this on it. Like, it's... Yeah. Did she not know what it meant? Is that why, like, it yeah, got brought she, up? she has no idea. Like, you know... So like, what we're doing, because obviously this is audio. Yeah. The, the band 303, they had this, like, hand gesture that symbolized them. Yeah. And basically, you spread your fingers out, and then you put your index finger and thumb... To, like on each hand together to make a circle in the middle. So yeah, like index finger, index finger, thumb to thumb. Oh, and then I see. you hold out your fingers and there's three fingers on each side. So, so it's, it's like, like three, three oh, oh in the middle, three. three. Yeah. yeah. Game signs. <laughs> I was super into three oh three. Like okay. I had like a shirt that I would wear all the time. But didn't this even is, take a shower. Didn't even change it, didn't wash it. <laughs> Anyways, this is also the time that I largely started getting into Eminem. This was my time that like Bleh. I like really got into Don't it. Hate Don't hate Alex. Don't hate Alex because you already know how I feel about Eminem. I am a diehard fan. Like obviously I did come late to the game and I acknowledge that, but I'm always trying like I'm always telling Alex, I'm just like, oh he did this today and like in his album now he's yeah. doing this. Like I'm always pitching this to Alex. Yes. Did he roast Nick Cannon yet? Yeah, he did, but it wasn't, like, that comeback. big. Yeah, it was oh, a comeback. But so. I honestly feel like he shouldn't have because it was almost, like, a bigger roast to not even respond. Because it was a joke, right? Yeah. Like, like, like you know? Your joke. Yeah, exactly. By the way, you were present for one of our Eminem conversations. You just were asleep. It was when we were driving back from San Diego, mm. and we had listened to the entire uh, Jonas Eminem Brothers. Album. Oh, Jonas Brothers album. A Happiness Begins soundtrack. Well, soundtrack. Album. Track. Yeah. Album. And then the only other CD in Dre's car was, was an Eminem CD. And then she was just like... <laughs> it was the kamikaze Waxing album. poetic about Eminem. And I'm just sitting there like, yes, Drea. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Because also, the last time you had gone on a major tangent for yeah. Eminem was yeah. you had picked me up from my house... I think it was the day before your wedding. Oh, we were going to get our nails done? done. Yeah, I remember. And I was just sitting there, and I was feeling sick. Yeah, I And I was just there, like, curled up in a ball. Not like, feeling sick my... because of what I was saying, yes. because I was, I was just feeling sick. Oh, you weren't feeling... sick from Eminem either? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But anyway, yeah, I was feeling super nauseous, and I was just, like, laying against, like, the side of the door with my water bottle, just trying to live. And, then she's just, <laughs> and I'm just, like, yelling in her face by Eminem. <laughs> Oh yes. my god, yeah, Andrea's not good with helping people. No, I'm not. <laughs> At least in that sense. When I'm like getting when I'm like going on something I'm really passionate about, you I like be, lose focus. I like you lose could focus. Be dying, Alex. And, <laughs> and she, I'm like, but Eminem. <laughs> she is burying she's like digging your hole while like she's I'm like, but let me Eminem. tell you why kamikaze was so important. <laughs> anyway, so that was yeah, that was what I was like doing in high school. JT, tell us about your R and B. Okay, well, this wasn't just R&B. R&B was, like, the last half of high school. Okay. 
And it was more so the first half of high school, I was like going through this transformation, you know, puberty and like. Yeah, that's uh, when you turn into a cool kid and we stopped hanging out. I wasn't a cool kid. I was just smoking a lot of pot. (laughs) Is that is that a cuss word? No. (laughs) That doesn't need to be the running joke, you guys. Sorry. I just have to make sure because I really want to respect your mom. And um, so uh, anyway, uh, it was. I just started reconnecting with my old friend Frank from third grade. System of a Down guy that we like bonded over. System of a Down. Like we lost touch. Yeah, and so he started throwing me into like the hip-hop game right For so sure. like it was it wasn't the first time i heard hip-hop the first ever hip-hop song was probably like eminem i guess if you call that hip-hop but like my first like real like like this is hip-hop was the fifth grade brendan chen oh, uh, brendan show- chen he was the golfer right uh well no he didn't go to middle school or high no, school but he, this- yeah but he played golf uh no yeah he did oh wait no i think it's someone else no he went to walnut high school um Never mind, sorry he shout out to you brendan i've seen you only like a handful of times post high school and like, obviously i, really I don't know who you are <laughs> anyway, i thought you were a golfer um, he showed me tupac changes okay and that one like just well, i was just like in the fifth grade i was like oh this is all right and then like saw frank and he started getting me back in and i was like oh dude that song's awesome and then like he started getting me in like um not just like classic hip-hop like really starting diving like old Snoop Dogg stuff and all that but like good 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 got me to like Kendrick Lamar when he oh my just, god when he just dropped section 80 you were into Kendrick Lamar in high school way before good kid mad city wow um, hipster really the hipster a little bit and then I was listening like all like TDE before like they blew up and I was listening to like Currency, which was this guy who just talked about smoking pot. And, oh my jeez, I don't and, even know who that is. And yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> um, okay. And then I was listening to like a lot of like, it was like J Cole, like you oh know, yeah, yeah. Sure. like really big and then like J Cole and like all that stuff. And then like R and B for sure. Like I mean, and the weird thing about the R and B rape is like. There's like those top forty, right? There's mm-hmm. like the top forty R and B type people, and like I respect it. Their mm-hmm. songs are good. Um, but are they the ones I constantly listen to? No. Mm-hmm. The ones I listen to, there's like just multiple names out there because it all started with like like YouTube, right? Before mm-hmm. Spotify, it was right, YouTube, right? right you yeah. want to go like look for new music mm-hmm. and you're just getting thrown in that deep spiral hole of like similar music videos, similar yeah, videos. Yeah, yeah, sim- yeah. Right. And I was just like, literally, I would turn that on on my phone. And just let it run. And just let it run. I wouldn't even look at it. I would just be like, this is great. And yeah. like, literally, that's where I got like that soul vibe, that R&B vibe. Um, and crazy. I'm just telling you, it was incredible. Plus, I was also uh, just, it was probably like the weed. I don't know. <laughs> you, you, you listen to what you smoke, you know, so. <laughs> that's funny. You, you smoke in American Spirits, you're probably listening to the Beatles. Sorry, Dylan. Uh, Sorry, Dylan. <laughs> If, that's hilarious. You know, that, that's just a joke I used to make. But I don't know. It's, it's hard for me to just pinpoint artists other than, like, the ones that, like, open me up to that genre. Like, so, you're, yeah, you're more, like, you classify periods of your life with genres as opposed to particular artists. I would say so. I would say so. That makes I, sense. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like I can't just, like, I don't die hard, like, love, like, one or two people. Right. Because it's the appreciation for the music that they made that yeah. really grounds me in that genre yeah i feel you but yeah that's kind of it i mean I, i'm sure you guys were expecting like 
like this and this and this and that and R and B. Well, I wasn't. I wasn't. Like, no, I wasn't expecting that at all because you and I briefly had this conversation already. Uh, you already know. Yeah, so I already know you're just like, well, it's more of like a genre thing. I don't know, like particular artists. I mean, I don't really feel like I was expecting anything in particular. I was kind of Thank actually you. expecting about expect nothing from you about like what <laughs> oh about what happened is what I expected expected to happen because I'm just kind of like we had talked about this all like when we asked if you wanted to be on like oh you can either add your notes in or you can ad lib so that you know it made sense yeah yeah it just did he chose to ad lib right which did you know yeah. though when you make music because I still kind of produce music right. So. When you make music, an ad lib is actually just something like, so like if I'm making like a beat right and it's like boom, boom, sh, boom, boom, the ad lib is like, yeah. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, like, those little like, like, random like, noises, yeah. That's funny. Or like, it doesn't have to be a voice. It could be like another like. Like a ding. Yeah, or whatever. Mm. Um, but if it's like an actual instrument, it probably wouldn't be an ad lib. But you know, like when like current mainstream rap songs, you hear like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or, like, yeah, so yeah, like yeah. A, that's, that's an ad lib. Okay. Wow. Interesting. But you guys have the more like college Gram- grammatical like grammatical deaf like english dictionary right <laughs> and webster says okay <laughs> anyways so we're gonna actually cut the episode here being that this is a rather like lengthy conversation yeah. we're having we've already been talking for forever so that's gonna be it for this particular episode we're gonna pick back up in the next week's episode about college stuff that we liked music then and then what we like now as adults as well as concerts yeah the concerts that we went to and the impact of those and stuff yes so if you're if you enjoyed this podcast and you want more good music to listen to (laughs) tune into next week's don't be a weenie turn into true podcast can we do like a cool cut off like (laughs) that yeah that'd be good you should just do hey you should produce a little jingle for us i would be down i was gonna offer that i was gonna bring my gear but like that would have been a lot that would have been a lot to bring okay fine but can you all right yeah like i don't know what you guys want like true podcast literally whatever you come up with we're gonna use that's like, funny. True, true, true. <laughs> Do some ad libs in there. <laughs> yeah, All right, true. then. <laughs> On that note, JT, take us out. All right. And this is True Podcast. <laughs>